Hey everybody, welcome to great. episode 291 Fight Me Podcast. Um I feel bad that you weren't here for like the last 20 minutes. It's been it's been a roller coaster. <laughs> a good one for the most part. Um it's it's me, I'm Cliff. Uh Colby's here. Say hey Colby. Woo! Uh Dylan is in Disney World. Dis- like Dylan right now is only like 13 miles away from me but that's a long distance in podcast land like i could regardless of where dylan is right now i could be to him in 30 minutes but instead go interview him i could i'm not going to dylan what video games have you been playing this (laughs) go away (laughs) who are you why are you following me i'm gonna hang out with dylan uh i think this weekend we're gonna we're gonna I was going to say hook up, but that's not what we're going to do. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's chill. okay. Yeah, we're going to, we're just going to be pride in the cliff. Yeah, right. Well, I don't think it will be by then. It'll be July. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, no, we're going to, we're going to Magic Kingdom together. It'll be great. So, uh, but it sounds just as bad. It does, right? <laughs> in in lieu of Dylan, though, we've got, we've got some, from some hand, hands, Hans. Hands. Hands. Hands high. Say hands. <laughs> you know that there is somewhere who actually some somebody somewhere would pronounce your name that way. I'm not sure oh, exactly they where. Welcome to Indiana. Everybody does. Do they really? Oh yeah. Ah. <laughs> Every teacher I've ever had. Hands. hands. I just you forgot your that your name was Hans. I don't know why. Like <laughs> I don't, I'm, like, I'm, I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, right. That's not just like a uh like a nickname. That's his actual name. It's short for handsome. <laughs> it's short for man socks. What's up? <laughs> I, uh, I, did you, I don't know. Did you get a lot of Hans Gruber <laughs> like jokes going Yes. Out? Okay. Yes. Yeah. And I now it's all about frozen. So, yeah. Hans is the only person I know named Hans. So, it's, uh, does, you, you've got siblings, right? One. Do, do they have a. Is his no, name what, Carl? Please tell what me what I would say Carl. is a no. unique name as well. No, her name is very uh, normal. That's that's so mean. <laughs> I love my name. Thank you very at, much. At least me and Colby <clears throat> both have kind of weird names. I, so. I had to like pull real hard to remember what Hans's brother's name was in Die Hard. It was good, Cole. Like, yeah, that took a second. Yeah, we, we, you, you get a point for that. <laughs> anyway, we we're going to talk about even. Yeah, two points. What the points are all made up, as they say. <laughs> uh we're gonna talk about video games today um in addition to (laughs) man whatever i can tell you about my week it's been interesting it's like 20 minutes to eight for hans and i and uh, i went to lagoon afterwards (laughs) man if you'd been here for the 20 minutes before this you and you knew what lagoon was that um, would make sense yeah uh anyway we're talking about video games we're gonna talk about what we've been playing um hans and i have actually been playing some of the same things so that's pretty exciting Uh, we're gonna talk about news. I've been playing um, the same thing. Yeah, I'm shocked, Colby. Absolutely shocked. Uh, Overwatch Two is killing Overwatch, which is interesting. Like that's a decision, I guess. Uh, Valorant is listening to you. AMD is. Um, I meant to say bringing, but instead I wrote brining. Uh, FSR to the Xbox. So I don't know. Delicious. Yeah. Right. Um, this this one's bonkers. The Xbox is actually outselling the PS5 in Japan. Like that mm-hmm. is. That is super weird. Uh, I, you know, I think I think Hans and I maybe be talking about this is like, I hope I know I know that Colby and I don't play Diablo. Like, so I'm curious if Hans does because like I, I just like I think a lot of this the stuff about Diablo Immortal is dumb, but I'm curious 
How dumb. Uh, xCloud is getting mouse and keyboard support and some lower latency stuff. Um, specifically, we're going to talk about an AI playing Minecraft, but it kind of leads me to other thoughts about AI and video games. And then we're going to talk about how you can do a little checkup on your PC to see if it uh, supports direct storage, which it does is a very good thing for you. And if it doesn't, it's something you might want to fix. We got a lot of questions. We got one from Joe Coleslaw. We've got one from his happy childhood. Uh, Rich sent in two. Shadow X sent in one. Uh, Princess Megan sent in one. Triple Trouble 88 sent in one. Turn Down for What sent in one. Monitored Screaming sent in one. So we got, we got some questions. There's some cheap free games. We got Epic Game Pass, Xbox Gold, PlayStation Plus, and then we'll finish and we'll go home. Um, and probably by that time, go to sleep. <sighs> I want to see fireflies tonight. Oh, well, Colby is going to go see fireflies. Hans and I are going to sleep. No, no. It's uh, actual fireflies. Oh, so that's yeah. pretty we exciting. Those around here. Yeah. We, we don't. don't. Yeah. I, no. like, I didn't know they were in Utah until I saw, like, a, like, Come watch fireflies. And I'm like, so oh, we gotta okay. we wow. gotta finish in time for Colby to drive up a canyon. <laughs> so we got four hours. Can we do it? <sighs> Maybe you could I guess just we'll come see. here. <laughs> Show you all the fireflies you want. Fireflies for days in Indiana, yeah. baby. <laughs> uh, apparently, we have them here too. But again, like Colby, I have to drive to see them. So. Yeah. But I man, I love fireflies so much. I think fireflies are dope. When when Colby and I were a kid, we'd go to Illinois and visit my grandparents. They had them. It was just always just like, holy cow, those bugs glow, y'all. <sighs> Bioluminescence is very cool. It's very cool. Uh Colby, what game have you played? <laughs> Dragon Age Inquisition. How I had it? I had big plans on playing something else this week, and I have spent a lot of time at Lagoon. So <laughs> So I guess Lagoon for you, those of you who don't know, is like a regional theme park in Utah. Oh, yeah, got um, season passes and everything. Yeah, it's uh, it's where fun is, yeah. um, according to them. Um, it's where teenagers run a theme park, if you ask me. But Hell yeah. yeah, like the subway that is in there is, as far as I can tell, no one over the age of 13 like works there. <laughs> That's it fine. is fascinating. I'm like, <laughs> I I don't think these people look young. I think there's some sort of weird labor laws going on here. You'd think they'd have to have a manager uh-huh. that was above the age of 16, but in fact, <laughs> no. no. No, they're like, uh, uh, Todd's uh, voice broke, therefore he's the manager. So, <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, Lagoon is actually quite fun. Um, we used to go as a kid, and then I started going to Disneyland, and now I go to Lagoon and go, oh, hmm. I think I think how, every state. How many probably. rides can you ride yes. at uh, Disneyland, Cliff? <clears throat> All of them. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, 11. like in it in the day. It depends on the day. Yeah, like I mean, my kid just like goes from ride to ride to ride. <laughs> rarely has to wait more than like two minutes. So. That is true. The lines are shorter at Lagoon, but I think that's actually my point. Um, <laughs> you know, no, Lagoon's fine. Um, it's very a lot of a lot of cool stuff there. Um, it has one of the oldest wooden all wood roller coasters too. Like I think it's like the fifth oldest in the one world of the oldest the wooden carousels in the world. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's like it's over 100 18... years old. Yeah, 87. I want to say. Yeah, yeah, wow. it's good stuff. They have a great water park too. Anyway, that's enough of a free shout out to Lagoon. <laughs> <laughs> Please sponsor us. Uh, do you want to talk about? Why don't we talk about Dwarf Romantic at f- first, Hans, and then you can go talk about your other games. <laughs> Okay. Um, you hooked me on this. Like, I don't even know exactly how to how to describe it. So um it's tile matching, right? Yeah. So you get 
a stack of tiles when you start out the game, um, like 40 or 50. And each one of those will have either a like a house or a set of houses or trees or a field or a river or a railroad or maybe or just, yeah, just kind of be a place, you know. Um, and the goal of the game is you, you take that tile and you put it down on a like a hexagonal board and then you try and kind of put like things with like but then as you place them down the game like gives you kind of quests and so like one of the quests might be put a hundred trees next to each other and like a tree tile may not have trees on all of its sides either it may only have trees on two sides so you have to be kind of careful where you put the trees and how the trees connect together because if you, if you wall yourself off you you lose those points and the reason you want to finish those quests is because that's how you get more tiles so if you don't get more tiles your game just ends and and the game goes until you've put down all of your tiles and you've built this giant kind of i don't know sprawling city with sprawling wheat fields with sprawling weird Forests. rivers that don't connect to anything <laughs> and railroads that don't make any sense i, I yeah. think you're missing the two the two biggest points is that there is no time limit yeah, you're not playing against the clock, and the music is so it, the music wants to put you to sleep. Yeah, super chill. But the gameplay is so well. You you seem to be much better at it than I am, but it's very. Um, I want to throw my monitor against the wall, so it's yeah. this really weird mix of chill and I want to kill somebody at the same time. And that's so funny because to, to me, like I don't ever get like I don't ever it, like to me it's like the most relaxing game in the entire world. Um like the only time I even get a little bit like anxious or anxiety whatever is like right at the end and I realize all of a sudden that oh shoot I only have 10 cards left. I've got to finish some stuff or else I'm going to kind of run out because it part of the game for me too is is like I kind of cycle into oh I want to make this look aesthetically nice, but the gameplay doesn't always want you to make it aesthetically nice sometimes it makes you want just a giant forest in the middle of nowhere for you know whatever reasons it has um I, it's super interesting like the entire concept of the, it's unlike i think i don't i don't know if i've ever played another game like it um, no and i will continue to play it it is definitely it has a hook that i love it it definitely draws me in although i can't think i, I have the same problem you do i it's hard to like get yeah you just have to play it it's like what 10 bucks it's not expensive yeah it's on sale right now as part of the steam sale which is i don't want to say why i bought it but um alan s in our discord has been uh trying to uh get us to or he, he was telling me about it he's like it seems like a game that would be your jam and it plays great on the steam deck which i have not actually tried yet um i've just spent a bunch of time at my actual PC. oh that would be a good game on the yeah. Steam deck. yeah 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 it's 11 19 right now so yeah, go totally buy it. worth 12 bucks um yeah. it's called and it's called dwarf romantic and i don't know why i have no idea what that means um, dwarf on golf dwarf on tile games yeah i don't know that's a really old person's joke i apologize <laughs> it really is <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very fun though um it, yeah so play it uh hans has also been playing what cycle frontier yeah so cycle is like tarkov light i know we've talked about that before it um it just is in its first season uh it's it is a free-to-play game unlike tarkov which is cool um and it turns out that the season pass you can buy the season pass for 12 bucks but through in-game generators in your base 
and playing the game, you can actually generate the amount of in-game currency to buy the season pass. Oh, that's cool. So you could actually play this for free um, and actually kind of keep up and have the season pass. Um, we're only each season is 90 days long. So it, unlike Tarkov, it's set. Uh, so we know when that's going to end. It's like 78 days or whatever now. We'll probably actually, unfortunately, stop playing Cycle here because Tarkov is wiping on Thursday, so um, we're pretty excited about that. Hmm. Um, but anyways, um, it, it, it is Tarkov Light. It's super fun. We're kind of seeing a problem, though, where it has... Well, I hate to... It's another ner uh, term for people that play a game a lot. I don't know if I want to use the actual yeah, term yeah. I would yeah. call it. You know, so it's it's got the rust problem, right? So if someone uh doesn't work or is a teenager and has a lot more time than i do um will run up against say a person in much better armor or with a much better gun and just be wiped out um and they're really with the lower end guns against someone in higher end armor there doesn't seem to be a real way to um counter that whereas in tarkov um between headshots and all just the meta of the game and being able to be sneaky it's pretty um even even the lower geared people and maybe even not you know like us not even the best players in the game can still take out um what we call chads you know super high gear person um so cycle's been interesting the other I've one got, i've got oh, two questions about cycle oh, um i guess maybe for one thing i would like to just kind of throw out there is that's actually made by jaeger games who are the folks that made spec ops the line which is interesting to me i guess um, but so what, what's the appeal of a game that resets every 90 days or however often Tarkov does it like that to me seems really like something that I would not actually like, like you do a lot of work and then it takes it all away. Well, it's, it's, uh, I think rust was one of the first games that did this, right? It goes on two week or a month cycles, or even some of them are two or three days. Um, I think that's it, right? You, you eventually you get to a point in the game. And for a multiplayer game like this, where it's a loot and scoot or go out and, you know, and you're fighting other players, right? Yeah. Eventually you get everything done, right? Mm. And it's not fun anymore. So, and then it resets and you do those same things again, or do they usually um, have new content? Well, so I don't know. With the cycle, we'll see, right? We don't know what the next season will bring. I assume yeah. so, just like Fortnite and the other games, every season will bring new content. Um, so that's actually going to be interesting with Tarkov, right? So Tarkov every wipe they've had now does have new content because they're still building the game. The game's been in beta yeah. for like eight years. Um, but when it goes live, I'm not sure. They're, they're actually going to go live supposedly later this year um, and start selling DLC. Um, actually, Tarkov, oh, interestingly enough, and this isn't in news, but um, it's worth covering. Tarkov just released an arena standalone game. Um, so it's basically just Tarkov, but in a small arena, right? There, where you all have the same gear and there's no real progression or Tarkov. It's just arena fight, you know? Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I just, I, I, to me, Cycle and Tarkov are, are games that I'd like very much want to play, but I want to play them super casually. Like I, and it, it I, I was kind of excited when Cycle was free to play because I downloaded, I played the demo. I was like, oh, this game's kind of cool. Like the guns feel good. It seems kind of fun. And then like you and I were chatting and I'm like, oh, but I can't play this game once every three weeks. Like I can't, I can't no. casually play this game. And that's really kind of disappointing to me. And actually um, that's, that's an interesting, that's an interesting <laughs> 
Whoa, nice, babe. <laughs> That's an interesting dynamic we've seen between Cycle and um, Tarkov, especially where in Cycle, um, the the map when you load into it is constantly running, right? So um, Tarkov ends after forty minutes or thirty minutes or whatever. The map ends and you die or you get out. Um, with Cycle, the server, the map is constantly running, so people are coming in constantly and extracting constantly right it never ends um and that that's a real problem because there's always people around to shoot you in the head so and that's exactly it if you don't keep up with that progression and that's kind of what we're worried about um right now exactly that the progression and that we can't yeah. keep up with these um with the chads running around already yeah folks who just have more time than anything you know or, yep. or, or just people that only play one game yep um you know, like I'm never going to be as good at someone as someone who plays only, you know, Call of Duty Warzone or someone who oh, only sure. plays Cycle or only plays Tarkov because I play tons of other games. Um, and that's I mean, like, I don't know how you fix that. I, I don't know if there is any fix to that. Um, well, I think it's I mean, that, and that's uh, for for my group for fancy lad and uh, mad dog and i that that's the biggest appeal of tarkov and why we get so excited about the wipe right because everybody's back on a level playing field yeah there's new content there's new quests there's you know it's it's that first few weeks that's super fun where you're rushing so i guess um, what i need to do is just wait 78 days for cycle to wipe and then play like day one and two <laughs> or, yeah. or practice for a little bit now assume i'm gonna die a lot and then like come into the i don't know i it's just it's a bummer like every time i oh, see I one get of these it. games i'm like i want to enjoy that but whatever you know i get it yeah such is life uh what about v rising so this is a game i did not think we would like or i would like and it's uh super fun it's a vampire diablo rust valheim kind of thing so it's isometric um like Diablo, you craft things, you build a base like Valheim or Rust. Um, crafting, it, it's mostly crafting instead of loot and scoot. Uh, the neat thing about this is um, you do not have to play against other players. It's completely co-op PVE. Oh. Um, so like there's right now, and we're kind of going slow on this one because we don't want to get into the Valheim problem we had where we played Valheim nonstop for like three <laughs> weeks and then finished the game. And now yeah. we're like, oh, oh, oh waiting for more valheim content so there's like 30 or 40 different bosses and v rising right now in the you know crafting and quest mechanisms but it's very much uh diablo but you're all vampires ah oh, man this game looks really good it's a lot of fun we really enjoy playing it and you know you can check it out i think there's a couple of odds still up of us playing it so huh and it's um, not how much is this game you can save 10 percent now in the steam sale it's oh it's only 18 bucks yeah there you go can I play it by myself? You like, can. I, um, I, I so I play it by my. I have my own instance that I play in and play in, but then I also play with the guys too. So interesting. Yeah, I I fell off Diablo Immortal pretty hard. Um, I mean, like I got I had my time with it. I had fun with it. Um, but I, I I need something else to scratch that Diablo itch. Maybe that's it. V might do it bad. for you. It's fun, and you get to turn into all kinds of different animals and stuff. And I won't give it away because oh, you're that's vampire, cool. But yeah, very cool. You're good. Any any specific pinball you've been playing? You say always no, pinball. Just always pinball. And when you I got time. your, you got your. Was it your Mandalorian? Or no, it was your Rush that needed Rush new parts. Rush is the new one. Yeah. So Do that's it. all fixed. That they sent that, and yeah, it was you know five dollars worth of parts, and it's fixed up right. When you're shooting a metal ball around a wooden playfield with a bunch of plastic parts, shit's gonna break. 
did did Getty Lee personally call you to apologize for it breaking? No, he should have. That would have been really nice. I agree. Whatever. I would have appreciated that. Yeah, it happens. Uh, let's see. What have I been playing this week? Uh, Dorf Romantic, obviously. Again, play that. Um, I beat the Solitaire, Consp- Solitaire Conspiracy, which is like just a, a fascinatingly bizarre game. Um, I talked a little bit about last week where you're, it's a, like the setup is you're a spy um, and you you do spy things uh, and, and the actual like battlefield is just a solitaire game. Um, and so it, it's relatively short. I think I beat it in probably four to six hours, maybe somewhere in the middle there. And, uh, you know, it was fun. It was, it's cheap. The game's like, I think 10 bucks on sale. Well, I mean, like maybe still on the Steam sale, I picked it up for like $2 or three dollars it was 80 percent off um but i think normally it's only like 12 um if you like solitaire it's probably a good way to distract yourself for a, a little bit um about the only thing i would say about it that i thought was maybe not disappointing um but i don't i the game doesn't get any harder really um the only way it, it like increases in difficulty is um when you first start out, you're only playing with like one suit of cards. Um, so you're only having to say, get, you know, essentially the hearts all stacked up. So um, if you say that, is it, is it solitaire? Is it random? Like solitaire? Like I lose it solitaire more often than I win, or is it very prescribed? So it is, it is random. Um, but it's not the traditional solitaire that you're, pl- you play. It's not the, uh, I don't know what that kind of solitaire is called, but this one's like specifically based on a, a kind of solitaire called like doors and alleys. I want to say is the name of it. Yeah. And it's so like you, you have um, the, the, your ACE discard piles in the center, and then you have um, eight other piles of cards that you have mm-hmm. to, to move in. Um, yeah. But because part of the um, like kind of conceit of the game is that all of the face cards have like spy powers. Um, there were, I, I never like got, you know, 40, 50 plays into a, a round and then lost. Um, okay. I did get to the point where I could like recognize one that was going to be hard. Um, so like, like for instance, um, because the way, uh, the game works is that you can move any card from any of your the eight stacks onto a card as long as it's less than it. So if you have a five, you can move a five onto a six or seven or an eight or whatever. Um, if all of your aces were buried under kings, it becomes very, very hard to get to them because you can't move a king onto anything. You can only move a king onto a empty slot. So if I started out a game and saw like, Hey, you know, like three of the four aces are underneath Kings. I would just immediately redraw it because you know, could I win that with like the powers of the cards? Maybe. Um, but those cards, the, the face cards have to be activated too. And you activate it by pulling out an ACE. So like maybe, um, but that being said, like I, I, like yeah, there were absolutely rounds I redrew, um, but there's also no penalty for doing that. Um, so I don't know. It's it's a really it's a it's a really interesting game that 
I enjoyed mostly just because the writing was really good. Um, it had some kind of fun full motion video stuff to kind of tell mm -hmm. you the story. And like, it's just different than anything I've played. Like if you enjoy those kind of like, hey, the battling in this game is like a match three game. Um, very, very conceptually the same to that. Um, and like, I think if you like the kind of writing that um, like the Biffle games normally have you'd probably like this too and and um what's his name i always call him game over greggy but I, I don't know what his real name is greg greg i don't know the dude from kind of funny um kind of let's see kind of greg funny. miller he says greg yeah greg miller yeah so if you if you like greg miller he is the primary like protagonist well not protagonist antagonist i guess in that game um he's like your spy contact um alana pierce who used to be on ign i think she's over at like funhouse games maybe now oh no she writes for sony santa monica now um she's one of the the other people in it so like there's definitely some like if you're if you kind of play in the, the kind of game space a lot there's definitely people you recognize so i don't know it's fun like i said it's 10 bucks 12 bucks no it's two dollars and 50 cents right now which yeah leading me to yeah you know i mean i'll be honest hans for 250 like you could do a lot worse and like i said it's not long like you could you could beat it you know i played it you know a couple of you know a couple hours and and got through it so it's it's fun it you know go. if you like yeah. if you like solitaire there's nothing wrong with that so cool. um last game i played was the pathless um this is the new game from the folks who made oh man now i'm drawing a blank um shoot uh, abzu abzu thank you um and it's it's a really interesting game so you are like it's kind of a like an a vaguely like um kind of asian feel to it where you're uh like kind of a samurai warrior type style person um you you are your the character is female um and she like you, you run through the levels by, um, you have like a stamina bar that you refill by shooting arrows at targets. And so it's got this kind of interesting mechanic where you'll, you'll run and while you're running, you're shooting arrows that kind of like, there's not a lot of aiming, like they auto aim, um, but that it's all based on, on like movement and kind of running side to side. And so it's really fast paced and interesting. And then the, the actual gameplay is you're actually kind of solving, um, these kind of vague, like not, it's not super puzzly, but like small puzzles um, to uh, unlock these different gods that have been kind of, um, I, you know, like compromised in some way. You know, there's a giant sky eagle and her, you know, her her god children have been turned to the dark side. And so you've got to, you know, relight the towers to bring light back to, you know, like it's a, it's that kind of, you know, like there's a plot here, but really you're just kind of skating around shooting arrows a lot and solving these little puzzles. Um, and you have a birdie. You And oh my God, the bird is so cute. Um, and like, so the, the bird will help protect you against the, the like demon god things. But when she does it, she gets kind of like, like all sooty and burned up and so you have to pet her to like clear off the suit and and like it's real cute it's really cute the bird is is top shelf um and she like will bring stuff to you and you can kind of command her and she once once you do some stuff like you can jump and then grab the bird and the bird will like fly you across like crevasses and you know help you you go up things and it's uh it's really fun um i bought it because it was 
I guess I bought it on PC because I'd wanted to play it forever. Um, but it's a PlayStation exclusive. Mm -hmm. Um, but the the soundtrack's done by Austin Winter, and I'm a, I'm a huge fan <gasps> of his work. So oh yeah, no, yeah. yeah, you are. Yeah, I know. Maybe no. Oh, knew. these are the guys that did Outer Wilds too. You really like that game, I believe. Are are they? Well, Annapurna. Yeah. Oh, published by Annapurna. Yeah, yeah, Annapurna, yeah, yeah. everyone and all of Annapurna's games are good. Like I okay. mean, like kind of across the board, they do really really good. Like anything they publish is is pretty great. So, um, Pathless, like it's it's normally forty, which That's yeah, um, it's like a. I, I don't think I would pay 40 for it. Um, it's just currently because, 20. Yeah, but it's on sale on Steam for 20, which is why I picked it up. Um, like if it, did, if, it, if, it did, if it had an Xbox release, I probably just would have waited, assuming that eventually it would have come to Game Pass. Um, but it, it hasn't gotten one yet. It's been out for like two years. So I figured, you know, 20 bucks is not bad. So I uh, I picked that up. And it's, it's been fun. It's like 12 hours long, which is... My guess is going to be probably four or five hours longer than it should be. <laughs> like, I, I hate to, like, throw that out. But I'm already, like, three hours into it. And I can I can already kind of feel, like, the, the reviews are all like, oh, the game's gorgeous. The gameplay is cool. And, like, the, the movement's really sweet. And the bird's great. But, like, it gets kind Doing of repetitive. After 12 like, hours, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, after 12 hours, I'm not sure. I think it probably should have been six to eight. But, yeah, we'll see. Neat. All right, patrons, you beautiful people. We love you. Um, Hans is a patron. We love him. Look at him right there. Great guy. <laughs> uh, if you are a producer level patron, we say your name out loud. It is part of part of what we do. Uh, I already see the one Colby added, so I can I can avoid that. Um, I didn't add one today. You should just read all of them. <sighs> anyway. Big shout out to John Tippins, Sean Palmer, Austin Palmer, Alan Schulte, who has, uh, who first of all turned us on to Dwarf, <laughs> Dwarf Romantic and also has been uh, very helpful with uh, all of our Steam Deck needs. Vinny and I have been playing with our Steam Deck and he gives us all sorts of good advice on the right way to set that up. So thanks, Alan. Uh, Joe Cole Jr., Anonymous, and Rich Deacon, you guys are all fantastic. And uh, we appreciate you supporting this podcast. You want to be like them. You can go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast. I am not going to say what it is, but potentially I found out a new thing that we might be able to do with, with some of our uh, uh, our patrons. So I'm, I'm excited to kind of explore this and uh, we'll probably be reconfiguring our, our Patreon levels soon. So I'll tell you about it later, Paul. Sounds uh, sexy. It is not <laughs> sexy. <laughs> well, I mean, if the, it could the 50, be. if the $15 level, you get a handy from Cliff. <laughs> I was drinking when Colby said that, and I almost just spit water all over my monitor. Um, <laughs> it is not that. Uh, I, I will be very clear in saying it is not that. Um, but yeah, we've got we've got some uh, some interesting things that I've, I've got Footy? some ideas about. <laughs> no, we bagpiping. Look that up. Um, actually, don't uh anyway it's news time do, do you want you guys want to shout news real loud we could do that news thank you uh so i think you should know um hans read this headline and typed in our our notes what the actual f word i hate blizzard although i will say that he did not actually write the f word he actually used two asterisks to um 
over-censor this word. He might have actually been saying fork. I don't have any idea. Yeah, I, I, he didn't want he didn't want me to have to see that word. No, I didn't. I trying to keep that. it clean for the kitties. <laughs> In our show notes that only the three of us will see. Um, anyway, um, so you you actually probably know more than I do, Hans. This is the first time they've really talked about this, right? I... Uh, you know, every time we talked about this in the past, that, that's right. I've been like, what are they doing? How are they? You know, because in, in the last few releases over the last year or two, even um, Blizzard has been like, well, we're going to have these characters here and they're not going to come over here, but you'll still get to play multiplayer here. But the single player campaign that we're building will be here, except now we're taking these characters here from Overwatch 1 and in Overwatch 2, they're going to be completely different. And so this blows all of that out of the water. It answers the questions, but it's real dumb. Yeah, so I guess um, <laughs> we buried the lead real deep. Um, yeah. <laughs> when Overwatch 2 launches on October 4th, which is, I guess, currently the launch date, um, Overwatch 1 just goes away. You will no yeah. longer be able to play uh, Overwatch. And, I mean, first of all, that's weird. Um because Overwatch 2 is not the same game. Like it is it even even if all you're talking about is that it's 5v5 versus Overwatch 1 6v6, it's Correct. it's a different game. Um it, it 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 I don't understand this at all. It is a completely different game. And beyond that, Overwatch exists not just a PC game, right? It's on Xbox, it's on PlayStation, yep. it's on Nintendo. So all these people that have bought this game. Now this game no longer works unless you want to pay another 40 or 50 bucks for it to work again. The good news is, Bullshit. and, and the, the only reason this works, the only reason this works is because Overwatch 2 is free. So you, you know. understand. Yeah. And, and so, like, that's the only reason that pe they aren't going to just be, you know. Does it attacked. say that in the article? No, but it is. Um, okay. But I, I also don't know. It, Overwatch currently does not have um, any sort of um, crossplay, correct? Not that I know of. No. Yeah, I, I don't think it does. Um, so the the question I have is: Is the game going into early access on October fourth? Is it going to early access for all platforms, or is it just PC? So, no. like, will Overwatch one be able to still be played on an Xbox, whereas? You know, Overwatch Two will <clears throat> only be played on PC, which I don't. I don't know. The entire decision to me is very strange. Um, it, well, the good news or bad news is that it goes into beta on Thursday, so we'll start seeing. I guess. <coughs> I uh, I just don't understand the decision. To me, it's it's if they if they'd said, "Hey, Overwatch is becoming a new thing, and it's still going to be called, called Overwatch, and we're just making some balance tweaks, and we're removing a character. You know, it's going to be five v five now. Like that would almost make sense. Calling it, you know, that that would make sense. But calling something Overwatch two, calling it a sequel, and then replacing the main game to me is very, very strange. Um, just doesn't make sense. And I mean, I will also say this is coming from a company who currently now has to manage both WoW and WoW Classic. Because people got so sick of uh, what they've done to Warcraft. That well, I, I mean, would... I think that in that vein, they saw all the people running hacked WoW servers and yep. realized they could make a bundle there. So I think that was, yeah, that was purely monetary. That could be. It, which maybe then, then maybe my my thoughts of you know eventually they're having to be you know Overwatch Classic. Although maybe man, 
like you start charging for Overwatch Classic. Maybe, 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 maybe they've seen themselves a market here. <laughs> uh, so Overwatch Two, the Watch Point Pack, which gives you, we'll have to buy that if we want beta. So I have to talk to Mansox Junior about that. And Overwatch Legendary Edition, I don't know what either of those do other than I can join the beta, is forty bucks. So yeah. that gives you a bunch of in-game shit. But yes, you're right. Otherwise, it's free. Free. Um, and they're also doing away, I think, with loot chests i want to say i go from oh man the whole fight oh i i don't like this at all yeah I, i'm gonna be really interested to hear what you think of uh i don't what you think it. of of the new the new version of it so it's I, gonna be interesting because it i mean 6v6 versus 5v5 doesn't sound like that big a difference but in overwatch it's a big difference it, it's a huge difference yeah i ah uh, yeah and I mean, I get, you know, we talked about this a little bit before this, the, the big thing I don't like about this is right. I've spent two years learning characters right now. Yep. Not only are they getting rid of overwatch, but they're like, oh, and we're changing the way these characters work completely Yeah. for, and okay, fine. Walt Disney world, you know, was never meant as a museum. It should always change. And I guess maybe that's fine with overwatch as well, but yeah, ugh. to me, like the only, the only real advantage I can see of of five versus six is to me and i've said this before is i often find six to be kind of overwhelming and so five might be a little less overwhelming but i i don't know i and i mean the, the reality is i don't play much overwatch anyway well, the, so. the thing is with some of the and it's going to be interesting right if we're going to still keep all the over one watch maps and play modes and they do i don't it's i mean and yes i agree it does seem overwhelming but if you have a team that's firing on all cylinders it can be it's it's a beautiful beautiful dance like overwatch really shines when you when you find six people that can play well together right but yeah yeah that's weird. this is this is actually a really interesting quote um this quote is is new to me but it has been around since 2020 um jeff kaplan stated that any sort of overwatch classic with the game returned to an early state would be very costly from a technical and art perspective and that there are a lot of art and ui changes that were not properly versioned off but rather overwritten so like there's it sounds like there's no way to actually launch um hang on one sec hi spade hey chill uh hang on let me write that down real fast Forty-one twenty-five. thank you uh 41 25 um but don't, I, you know is gone though right so he he's no longer a part of blizzard oh i forgot about that yeah so uh, the guy who ran like... overwatch for x years is gone right yeah so, so to me that that means they, there's no way for them to go back to original launch Overwatch, but it doesn't seem like there's any reason they couldn't, you know, keep the, the essentially the final version of Overwatch and branch that off into something separate. It's weird, super weird. But it, you know, it, it hurts me. I don't, I don't understand any of this. Yeah. I didn't understand it before. Now I don't understand it even more. So yeah, <laughs> seems like a, a very weird thing. So I don't know. Uh, all right, next up, uh, Valorant, which I think we've all played a little. Actually, you've never played Valorant, have you? Paul? I've never played. It's Valorant. Too bad. It's game like Valorant's a lot of fun. It's probably one of my favorite like PvP kind of games um, over the last six Valorant? months. It's a 6v6 game made by Riot. Oh, yeah. No, I haven't. No, the, over the last six months or so, Mansox Jr. has really, Logan has become, 
this is his game of choice nowadays. Yeah. He's, he and his friends are really into Valorant. It's just fun. It's uh, I, the only time I've ever played it actually was during our Extra Life fundraiser. Yeah. I think two years ago, and it's it's really easy to hop into if you've never played it. Like, there's not a big barrier to entry. Um, a lot of it's just like shooting stuff and kind of figuring out what the lines are in a level. Um, I, like, I'm sure it goes real deep, but for someone who just hops into it, like, grab five friends and you can just have a lot of fun. Um, even when you were losing and like the games are really long. So like, even when you're losing, it doesn't feel bad, really, um, real enjoyable, but, uh, like any game with voice chat, um, it's got a problem with harassment and people being awful. Um, and so they're actually going to start monitoring voice chat, um, over the next couple months, um, to start testing, um, some new kind of AI that they have that will be able to detect what people are saying and presumably, you know, give bans and, and, you know, that kind of, uh, so that's an AI. I didn't read the article. That's AI and not human monitors like Amazon does. Does Amazon really have human monitors? That that's the, yeah, they, oh. they grab clips and listen to make sure the Amazon, the, Echo oh, is doing the right things. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Yeah. And I think that's how Twitch works too. Um, yeah, my, my understanding is that it is uh that it is player based. Uh or I'm sorry, is that it's AI, AI based. based. Okay. Um, and that they're going to um kind of train it for the next couple months and uh then start using it to hand out, you know, I don't know. That AI is gonna be so hateful by the end of this. Oh, right. I've got to assume that that's one of those things where like a, a month in, it's just like the AI is like sending out little robots to just kill individual players. It's like Correct. Yeah. But I mean, I got to say like, yeah, go ahead. It's well, it's better than making people listen to it because yeah, I've, I've, yeah. if you've ever read any of the like news stories about like what like Facebook and Twitter like monitors and stuff have to look at and read and see like it it's just like a, a job that like gives you instant ptsd so this this is better <laughs> oh yeah uh let's see for those of you that are are kind of xbox centric which i i consider myself to be that although man i haven't played my xbox in like man i don't know a, a month month and a half which is real weird for me i've just been playing a bunch of pc stuff which is is kind of strange um we talked about this a couple of times. Um, AMD has released what they call their uh, Fidelity FX Super Resolution, which is a terrible, hmm. terrible, terrible name. Um, but essentially what it lets a game do is uh, downscale. Like, let's say a game is running at um, 1920 by 1080, a very, you know, standard um, resolution. It lets that game actually be rendered at, let's say, a step below that, which I don't know what that would be, but let's say that's what it is. <laughs> um, and then using uh, the 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 Nvidia version of it actually uses AI. I think this version of it just uses magic. I would yeah. guess. So um, this is just DLSS for for AMD. AMD. Um, the difference being though, is that DLSS is proprietary to Nvidia and they have to, you have to license it. Whereas, um, FSR, which is the, what they call it, um, is open source and will work both on AMD and Nvidia cards. Oh, it's like DirectX versus OpenGL back in the day. Yep. Well, or, or, uh, what's the, what's the screen software that Nvidia has, um, that like helps fix screen tearing, um, G, 
G. Yeah. G. <laughs> my monitor has it. It's yeah. the thing. We <laughs> yeah. all know what it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that That's the same way where NVIDIA's is proprietary and AMD's is not. Um, but the, the cool thing about this is, is essentially what it does is it lets your, your game run at a lower resolution and then it upscales it via, you know, some sort of process. So your game actually runs faster. You can get, you know, 60 frames a second or 90 frames a second. Um, but it still looks really good. Um, like I have it on my PC um, with an NVIDIA card. It, it works really well where you can actually like bump your, your frame rates up and... Uh, and not have to push your computer as hard. So I can run a lot of games at like a 2K native resolution on my computer and not like have to push it super hard. Um, but because Xboxes have just essentially an AMD card inside of them, they are going to be able to take advantage of this now. Um, it's just being released. Um, but like the the cool thing is, is if you're like, I'm, I'm personally not a person that cares a lot about frame rate or, or any of those things, but if you are, it means that more games are going to be able to run at essentially what probably feels like 4K because they're not actually running at 4K, but they, you know, it'll it'll look like 4K, um, but still be able to run at at 60 frames a second or mm -hmm. 4K at a really solid 30 frames a second. Um, That's cool, especially yeah. for Xbox. Yeah, like you know, it's it's a kind of a, a closed platform that normally you wouldn't see those kind of, of resolution jumps being made after you know it already exists. So, yeah, it's good stuff. Um, speaking of Xbox, and this is just this is wacky. Like this has never happened before. Um, last, let's see, I think last month, oh last week, sorry, uh, the Xbox Series X. Uh, well, the Xbox Series console, so the Xbox X and S, sold about 6,700 units in uh, Japan, June 13th to June 19th. And uh, that's over twice what the PS5 sold, um, which is, like, historically, I mean, I think the number of Xboxes sold in Japan some weeks have been, like, single digits counted on one hand kind of thing. Like, they just don't sell over there. But you just cannot get a PS5. Um, you just can't. And so people are are buying Xboxes in, you know, it, because they, they can't get a PS5. And I think that's going to be a really interesting thing to look back on two years from now, uh, three years from now, kind of as the generation starts kind of, you know, doing whatever it does to see if... You know, Xbox won this generation just because they got lucky and got better manufacturing. And by got lucky, I mean paid a lot of money for it. So, I don't know. I, uh, I you know, I think they have a much better library in there. Oh, yeah. The Xbox Game Pass is dope. Yeah, super. Yeah. No, I, I don't disagree. Like Nintendo is kind of like, oh, Xbox is doing everything really cool. We're going to try to do it. And then, you know, PlayStation try to do it. And it's garbage compared. Weird. And yeah. yeah. I got to say, too, man, like I... I don't own a PS5 and it's not something I think about a lot. I was at Best Buy the other day um, and they had just like a display one. And I forget in between seeing those how huge the PS5 is. Like it is just, I mean, it's got to be, I don't even know, two feet tall. It it felt, I mean, it's probably not. It's probably 18, 19 inches tall, but it is. it is just so big like I, if i had one i don't know where i'd put it like literally i do not know where it would go because it's like the size of my tv it's so so strange so anyway uh diablo so oh boy colby colby and i have played diablo uh um, two uh three 
Um, and like I, when we played Diablo two, there was no end game. You just like you well, you, you beat, you beat uh, Diablo, Diablo and then, and then you, you just, played it again, and then you played it again. And I mean, I think we probably did that a lot, a lot. <laughs> and you know, I think you kept your level right and your stuff, and then there was well, you it was different hard stuff. modes. So you yeah. you'd go from like easy to medium to hard to something silly Diablo like immortal yeah. or whatever yeah. your, your nightmare. gear yeah nightmare exactly yeah. your gear would level up with you so yeah. better and better gear but i mean like it was just like you just played the game over and over and over again and it was fun Basically. i mean i probably beat diablo five or six times mm -hmm. um and i know that diablo 3 like invented the concept of like seasons um yep. do you, have you played that end game at all i um, have a I did a couple seasons here and there uh, just to see what they were like. You know, I had all the, I played all the DLC because I love Diablo, but the seasons just it, it actually it's very much like Tarkov, right? Right? It wipes and then you get a season. So it's, sure, you know, you're but there's racing. no new content, right? No, it's just yeah, like you're just starting over. Yeah, there's there's challenges and stuff, but I don't think that overall there was much new content that I saw. Nothing, at least that kept me hooked. Interesting, yeah. So that's what the the big talk of, of Diablo Immortal is, and I guess I would I would say that um, the the thing that Diablo Immortal has going for it that Diablo three does not is there's no there's no PvP in Diablo three, correct? Yeah. So Diablo Immortal does have PvP, um, but I mean, I guess correct me if I'm wrong, but does does PvP excite you when? All that means is whoever has the better stuff and clicks the fastest wins. Nope, absolutely. Because not. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean. That's all there is in Diablo. There's no Did, like. Didn't Diablo three have PvP? I don't remember. I swear that the, they had like a little PvP section, like an you, arena. Yeah, because I, I swear so. that you'd fight in like a graveyard or something. I seem yeah. to remember us doing it like once or twice. Going, yeah. this is dumb. I just don't. To me, like it's kind of like even like PvP in like. Like even like PvP and like Warcraft is different because you have different characters, you have different builds, you do have legitimate tanks and healers and and all that kind of stuff. But in in Diablo Immortal, it's really just going to be like I mean, there are different classes, but it really is just kind of like who can click the fastest um, and who has the best gear. It really and, is and who has gear. the best gear. Yeah. And so I guess maybe that's kind of what the buzz is. But I don't know. People keep estimating and guesstimating how much it would actually cost to get all the gear in, in Diablo. Ridiculous. And it's, you know, they're saying that, you know, last week, I think we talked about this like a week or two ago, and it was like $120,000. And now they're saying maybe it's more like a half million dollars. And I mean, I guess whatever, but like, who cares? Like, is and like, why do you want to get to that? Like, maxing out a character just seems like such a weird. It's the it's it's the it's the psychology of the whale, right? And all the all these games, every microtransaction game on your phone is exist this exact yeah. psychology, right? You want and, the and like, personality. I, I, I half a million dollars. I get why they want to do it. Like, I <laughs> no, absolutely I'm get why why they want to do it. But I just don't get why anyone else would care. You know what I mean? Like, if you're not a whale, why do you cost hundred thousand dollars or five hundred thousand dollars? Because you're not going to do it. You yeah. know. Um, you know, it's the same thing as cheating in PvP in games, right? I don't understand why people come in to do that, right? Oh yeah, you've wiped out the entire map. Cool. Go you. Yeah. I just yeah, it's you the know, same. Yeah. To me, I would just guess that most people that were playing Diablo Immortal 
did kind of what I did and said, hey, this is fun through level 40. See ya. Um, I, I just have a hard time imagining like this game having like a super like rich, super populated end game. Like it's going to be like a bunch of dudes who like all spent 20 grand clicking on each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I like, I understand. I understand the outrage around it um, from the standpoint of it's taking advantage of people who often have like mental issues that make them want to buy things like that. Mm-hmm. Um but I think so much of the outrage is not about that. It's more just like how expensive is this and how dumb it is. I could have just had a real Diablo game. And I, I can't get over the fact that most of the outrage actually really appears to be people mad that they didn't just get a real Diablo game and not really caring that it cost, you know, half a million dollars to get to the end of it. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm – I don't think I'm wrong. No, I don't think you're wrong. Thank you. I appreciate that. I think you're wrong. Yeah, oh, we have to I mean, if, if anyone was going to think I was wrong, it was going to be you, Cole. Uh, xCloud, if you have not tried it, I really recommend it. xCloud is a lot of fun. Um, and one cool thing that they are adding um, soon, it's not here yet, but if you are a Game Pass Ultimate subscriber um, and you play on the PC, very soon you will be able to play with mouse and keyboard on uh, on your thing instead of having to have an Xbox controller, which, first of all, is good because there are just some games on there that play better with a mouse and keyboard, like especially PC-specific games. Um, anyway, that is coming soon. Um, also, they have a new... Uh, it's called, like, if you want to get into real exciting thing, it's called the Display Details API <laughs> um, that they're implementing into games. And they think that that could actually reduce latency on xCloud up to 72 milliseconds, which I don't know wow. if that's a lot. Like, I don't have any idea how, I mean, 72 milliseconds does not seem like a lot, um, but maybe it feels like a lot. I, you know, I don't know. I've played a lot of xCloud and I've not really... Well, that's not fair. There are actually a handful of things that I thought have uh, the input were really bad for, um, but overall, it's pretty great. Um, so, but maybe maybe that'll make it better. Either way, I like to see. I, I really like that Xbox is kind of going all in on XCloud, um, and so far the experience has been pretty good. So that is coming. Um, okay, so you guys are all you guys are familiar with Dolly, right? Pardon? Uh, yes, Dolly of the, the Pardons. Oh, I forgot about the sheep. Yeah, no. Uh, the 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 AI that lets you um, uh, doll e doll yes. e, yeah. Which I mean, really just makes you you create wonderful works of art that you get to post on Twitter, as far as I can tell. Um. Anyway, the the folks behind Dolly uh, had an AI watch seventy thousand hours of Minecraft gaming footage, um, and like that's. That's a lot. <laughs> like I'm, I'm kind of terrified that seventy thousand hours of gameplay footage exists. Oh, um, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, they probably create a seventy thousand hours of gameplay footage in Minecraft like once every two hours. It gets uploaded yeah. to YouTube. Um, but they paid a team of contractors to um, tag that footage with labels and stuff, so the AI would understand what it was doing. And then they like set that AI loose in Minecraft and let it. How soon did the, the AI use the N-word? <laughs> Probably within <laughs> like, two, three minutes. 
Um, he was crafting little swastikas out of blocks. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Um, the AI just changed his name to Hitler did nothing wrong. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> That's weird. Um, but apparently, they after training it, it was able to make its own diamond pickaxe, which is something I've never done. I've played a lot of Minecraft, and, and like it takes a lot of mining to make a diamond pickaxe, and then like putting other stuff together before that. But it, it kind of raises the question to me like that's fascinating and interesting and like cool <laughs> and my dog is awesome um and brooke just said asshole on my podcast can you believe asshole. that did you hear that brooke <laughs> i know he was being oh. kind of an asshole he was yeah, yeah. um but what, what make this what makes this interesting to me too though is like how long do you think it will be before you can train like enemy AI to be good enemy AI by just showing it? Like, could we take, you know, a a bunch of people that were playing? Like, could could you show it a bunch of Overwatch, for instance? Jesus, and this is how Skynet bots. starts. Playing, I know, right? that's exactly what he's describing right now. Train computers to kill. What if we gave it sentience and? <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like, like I think when you're playing against programmed AI, um, you always at some point kind of find the the like corners of what a programmed AI can do because it's programmed. You know, you you find out they can't see you if you sit here. You find out that you know if you hop all over, it gets confused because they they aren't expecting. You know, whatever. Yep. But. If you could train an AI based on how people play and then let it do things, like it would play the same way that people would. It would do things that were unexpected. It would do things that that you weren't, you know, that that had never been programmed into it because it's not programmed, which makes me kind of wonder, like, at what point in time we'll be able to train, you know, you'll be able to say, you know, you can go into a, a 32-player Warzone game and, you know, you're playing against 32 other players that are just AI that aren't programmed. They've learned how to play that game by watching other people play it. And that, that's kind of interesting to me, or is that just how we get Skynet? Skynet. I think both. I think both. I mean, it's interesting, right? Because, like, it, it's it's fun watching Tarkov develop their AI from what it was a couple years yeah. ago to now. And, like, they have people watching streamers. So, like, now the AIs will actually, like, you know, we used to wiggle to show that we were human, you know, to You're another kidding. human. No. So, yeah, you, you, do the, you do the QE to show, you know, versus if you were scav on the map, you would do that. And you'd be like, oh, that's a human. I'm a human. We're going to work together. This was before we had in-game chat, which we have now. But that was like, they're like, oh, haha! Now we've trained the AIs to do that. and Or like uh, lay down or kneel or... So it, we're seeing some of that, but the AI is still trash. I agree, but that's scary. What you're saying in so many different ways. I don't like it. That's 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 actually like I love that they're doing that though. That's that's kind of that's kind of genius. Yeah. So like I mean, they're literally like that. The first time we saw, you know, oh my god, that's not a human after all. Oh my god, and then you go, and, oh yep, you know, BSG. Thanks, Nikita. Yeah, that's super funny. Yeah, I don't know. It's it, it when I when I saw this, it was like I'm like, oh, cool, it's doing that in Minecraft. But it just seems like there's a lot of, I mean, you know, obviously Dolly is something that is is you know, I, I'm sure they've spent millions of dollars developing, and it. it did cost them 160 thousand dollars to you know hire these contractors that tagged up the video. But it, it it makes me wonder if at some point, I mean, I guess that that's the thing is if you were developing the game. You could t- you could probably make it self tagging 
letting other you know and and have the ai watch other people play multiplayer and then train those you know people without that you know human investment so i don't know it'd be interesting to see what a like what it would be to fight against a ai trained or or a a ai trained on watching other people play watching streamers play watching i don't know interesting i mean we could also go the good way too. have an ai watch a million different perfect surgeries right or medical cases and then you have an ai you've got baymax yeah, that probably easy. that probably is the better thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe we should listen to you instead. I want Baymax. <laughs> so I want Bob those are Bob. all good options, but we do know that it's going to be watching like I don't know five hundred thousand hours of drone footage, yeah. so that it can bomb a Yemeni wedding easier. Yeah, yes. and that's really that's literally yeah. Don't give them any ideas. Man, I I saw a video. You know, like the little um, Boston. Boston Dynamics are they the ones that make the creepy this robot scary dogs? robots? Uh-huh. Yes. Man, I saw a video of like two hundred of those robot dogs all doing like I don't know dog calisthenics in like perfect you know like I mean like literally though they'd have them like sit up and then kneel and lay down and you know like in in like lockstep like you know because they're all just getting the same instructions so they all do it at the same time and there was like probably a probably 100 or 200 of them and it was the creepiest thing i've ever seen like i all i can imagine is those with like a machine gun mounted on the back and you know <laughs> barking as they run into battle and it it ugh. and then we all die yeah that's the that's the front line in the water war anyway uh wrapping up news tick question yes shortly. did you want to ask this question Oh, no. Wait, you didn't do the last news. I'm sorry. I, I, oh, yeah, yeah. One more news. So if you have a PC. I do. Uh, if you are a PC gamer, yeah. Microsoft is releasing a new, another new exciting API. Um, this one's called Direct Storage. It is specific uh, for Windows 11. But if you have the preview of the Microsoft Game Bar, that's the thing that pops up when you hit um, the Windows G key. Um, it'll let you test to see um, if your if your computer supports direct storage. And the reason you want your computer to support direct storage is because it will use the same technology that the Xbox Series X uses to load your games. And as a person who has one of those, it is so damn fast. Like, I mean, just shockingly fast. Um, games load in seconds. I mean... I, I don't know, Cole. Do you have you ever gone back to like not using your Xbox and loading a game somewhere else and gone like, oh no, <laughs> at how just crazy slow it is? No. Um, until uh, recently, when the when XCloud you stop started, um, XCloud uses Xbox Series X boards now, but for a while it was using just uh, the old uh, the old ones. Um, I'd go from using my Series X and playing a game and then loading the same game on xCloud and going like, why is this so slow? Why is this level taking 20 minutes to load? I mean, it was really probably like eight seconds, but I'm real, real lazy these days. Um, and I demand better. Um, but anyway, direct storage is awesome. And so I guess what I would say is if, if your computer doesn't support it now and you're thinking about upgrading in the future, it is absolutely something to look for. And, I, and honestly, I don't know I don't know what makes something support direct storage or not. I would assume it's the speed of your SSDs and probably your motherboards and I don't know, inside computer parts, I would guess. Um, 
but it's it's real cool. I don't actually have Windows 11 yet, so I can't test for it. Are you running? Are you running 11 yet, Pons? Yes. Uh, well, like? not on, no on the game on my Razer laptop. I am not on my gaming rig. How do you like it? It no different than 10, isn't it? Okay. Do you do you run it on your laptop, Cole? No. <laughs> I uh, I don't even actually have an activated version of Windows. That right down here in the corner, it just says activate Windows. Go to settings to activate Windows. And I'm like, well, I could, but that seems it takes time. That's expensive. Like I, you know, I'd have to actually like buy Windows to activate it. So oh. you get on eBay for five bucks. Yeah, that's what I should do. That's what I should do. Back in the day, I knew I knew some folks that worked at colleges, and I said I could get the like the the college license version, but I don't think they work that way anymore. It's all like. It's all magic stuff. So anyway, I just don't have a licensed version of Windows. Neither does my kid. It's fine. <laughs> like absolutely fine. Um, all right. I think it's time for questions. Does questions seem like a good thing to do now? Woo! Oh, my God. Yes. All right. Let's do some <laughs> questions. Uh, Joe Coleslaw. He's got a long one. Um, did any of you guys watch the Devolver Showcase? No, so this is going to nope. be a problem. I, no, I think it'll be fine. You know, I think it'll be fine. Um, like the he sets it up with the Devolver Showcase, but the question itself has nothing to do with it. So, uh, thinking back on the Devolver Showcase this year, they expanded a thought of what if video games fell under a singularity protocol. Protocol. So one company makes all video games. Um, so like, you know, think about like Tom Clancy's Animal Crossing, which had Tom Nook and Isabel in Splinter Cell-like outfits, um, which I would play. I have no interest in playing most Tom Clancy games. I have no interest in playing Animal Crossing, but I think I would play Tom, Tom Clancy's Animal Crossing. Yeah. Um, so he says, I, I know we've had, always asked you to combine two unlike games or characters into one, but what is the most outrageous cross-promotion video game you can think of? Um, and keep in mind, this is from the minds of Devolver. So I don't know if we want to like look at uh, a list of games that Devolver Digital has, uh, you know, made, um, or if you guys just have some ideas about some some wackadoo game combinations that that would be uh, good. You, you guys, any any initial thoughts? No, Colby, you do me no good. You do me no good at all. You could mix Outer Worlds and Outer Wilds and name it Outer Worlds Wilds and <laughs> Outer Wild Worlds, Outer Wild Worlds. And, and so, what I, don't, be... I don't know what that would do, but it would make it so I wouldn't confuse both of them as much. So, and, and I think honestly, what it would do is it, it would make Outer Wilds a slightly worse game and Outer Worlds a slightly Much better. better game. Uh, 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 what, what about, about Duke Nukem in Animal Crossing? <laughs> That seems wild and outrageous. I can get behind that. I, I mean, Duke Nukem in any game. <laughs> I, uh, I can't remember if I heard they're making... I think they're thinking about making a Duke Nukem movie, I want to yeah. say. Which... I, I tell you, the best idea ever for a Duke Nukem game and or movie we had on this podcast. Yeah. And it's that that he is unthawed from the year 1980 whatever oh yeah nukem came out but he has to get along in this new crazy like woke world yeah, yeah where yeah. where he's he's you know teamed with someone and like no you can't say that anymore and he doesn't <laughs> understand why because you know like you know he doesn't understand why you can't just go to strip clubs at your work 
<laughs> I, 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 I 100% agree. Like a very fish out of water kind mm-hmm. of. Uh, yeah, I could, I could get behind that. Um, what about if we mixed um, so an actual Devolver game, Carrion, and mixed that with, with Half-Life? Because um, they're both set in like a research facility. Um, you know, it, Gordon Freeman's trying to get out and Carrion's also trying to get out. Um, I, I don't know if, is that a co-op game? How about 12 minutes of Carrion? <laughs> What's the time loop help with Carrion? <laughs> I don't know. No, I, I like the idea that it's it's a they co-op were just game. Both, you know, Devolver Digital Games. It's fair. No, Carrion and and Half Life. It's a co-op game where care the the Carrion meat thing um, meat helps lob. Gordon Freeman get out of uh, Black Mesa by sneaking through things and, and killing. So it's like it's like a, it's maybe that's actually three games. It's uh, Carrion, Half Life, and A Way Out. Is that yeah. does that work? Yeah. yeah. I like that. All right. Next question, unless you guys have got something great. Do you have no. anything great? Nothing great. Uh, I, don't, I don't read the questions and it shows. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> uh, I, I give Colby the show notes every week, at least three or four hours ahead of time. And not once has he read it. Nobody got time for that. <laughs> uh, have you, you guys have both seen the Jefferson Dell Rescue Ranger movie, right? I unfortunately. Have. You didn't like it, Dylan or Dylan Hans? I it I liked it. It should not have been called Chippendale Rescue Rangers. That seems kind of pedantic. Uh, fine, but I <laughs> I wanted like a reboot of the freaking rescue. If Rangers. we if we wanted bad movie takes, we'd have Dylan on. The <laughs> yeah, sorry, fine. Yes, I've seen it and I liked it and it was fine. <laughs> Man, no, no, no better t- words have ever been spoken. Call so the, for this question though. What did you think of Ugly Sonic in this Chippendale? Do you know? I assume you know the the secret behind this. Um, I you know I think I do, but I don't remember. So so please, it was supposed to be me. Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> and the, uh, Disney said no. Oh, that's hilarious. So I guess if you have not seen. Chippendale Rescue Rangers. It's set essentially in like modern day, I guess. Who framed Roger Rabbit? With yeah, Chippendale? well, pretty much. And and like the 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 story though is is that uh, Chippendale were on Rescue Rangers, but you know Rescue Rangers is you know they're actors on Rescue Rangers, um, and then Chip I think takes another job. Uh, Dale was going to be Dale. Dale takes the other job. Yeah, yeah. he was going to be yeah he yeah, was going to be Darkwing Dale. Yeah. Um, and uh, so it kind of broke up that show, and he he thought he could do both, and and then you know it turns out he couldn't. So Chip gets like a normie job, and and Dale makes all his money on like the Comic Con scene. Okay, yeah. But uh, Dale at some point got um, like a CGI plastic surgery, so he's a three D like CGI character, and Dale is still a two D chipmunk, <laughs> or maybe flip that, reverse it. No, anyway. Um, but ugly Sonic from the Sonic the Hedgehog movies, um, but before they redid his CGI, mm-hmm. is a is a character in it, and he's hilarious. He's super funny, and it's just I, 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 how did they get him? How did they get the license to use ugly Sonic in this? Because I I, I want to know the answer to that. That's what I, I really no want to know. Do you, it, Do you know who voiced ugly Sonic? No, Tim Robinson. 
I think you should leave. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, that makes a lot of sense now. Yeah. No, uh, Ugly Sonic is <laughs> probably the highlight of that show. It's, I'm thinking it's, of the Haunted House episode Tim Robinson did. <laughs> Right now in my brain, and I can't stop laughing right I now. I don't want to ruin anyone's day. <laughs> exactly that. But if I you've have never, to. if you've never seen, I think you should leave. It's on Netflix. I want to say yeah. there's two seasons of it, and it is. Oh, God, it's funny. It's real, real, real funny. <laughs> Do they ever come out of the ceiling and just? <laughs> <I'm not kidding. laughs> All right. Uh, our deacon's got two questions. Uh, we let him do that because he runs our website. Um, all right. Besides Christmas, uh, you know, I think the besides no, that's Christmas for you. specifically for me. Yes. <laughs> so uh, you guys can say Christmas. What is your What is your favorite holiday, and what one do you dislike? Halloween my birthday. is my favorite. Halloween your, is your favorite? Yeah, your favorite is your birthday? Your favorite. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I like I like any gift or any holiday that involves me getting stuff. <laughs> I mean, that's Colby, fair. Colby's not really a spirit of the holiday is giving kind of person. Oh, he's like Halloween. he's all about giving. And What's... then my least favorite is all the ones that are the rest of them so that aren't <laughs> Christmas and my birthday. <laughs> oh, you're a terrible person. Holy I will accept Father's <laughs> Day as well as being a good <laughs> gift-giving holiday. But only Fair. for the last five years. Like, before that, it sucked. Garbage. Junk. Um, oh, what about, like, Valentine's Day? That's often, like, a, a, a minor gift. I don't get shit for Valentine's Day. Oh, Amy man. doesn't buy you like candies or or no, flowers or I something. Mean, no, I, I guess sometimes she does, but like I like I like gifts, like <laughs> gift gifts. Yeah, oh, yeah. If it's not an Amazon gift card or better, I don't count it. <laughs> yeah, like I get flowers. I'm like, great, they die. Like, why do I want these? All right, so Hans, uh, Colby's a sociopath. Um, you like Halloween? Tell me why you like Halloween. Because it's the Halloween. best. How do you hate Halloween? People come to my house. Oh, so that's the thing. So we uh, Halloween has always been our favorite in our family. We have huge parties, and it's a lot of fun. Well, we haven't years now, but so in 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 a in a very never been kissed kind of way, Hans. Um, I've never been. Well, I guess that's not true. I've been to Halloween. I may have been to an actual. I haven't been to a good Halloween party. The Disney um, Halloween party is also a family favorite. So it's... yeah. So so if I drive to your house, can I come to your Halloween party? Yes. Okay. Yeah. When that's... we actually start having parties. Yeah. Again, next then. next time you have a Halloween party, it's only like a nineteen hour drive. Like it's not that far. No. So yeah. Okay. In what nineteen we did our extra life on Halloween, so that was fun. We had a lot of kids here dressed oh, up. I forgot Halloween about that. That was so cool. Yeah. yeah, that was good. That was real good. So what's your what's your least favorite holiday? Mm, I don't know. That's it. I, you know, I kind of like most holidays now because I get a day off on them. So, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Valentine's Day is probably dumb because I don't get a day off for that. And we don't, <laughs> but you should, you should yeah. take it off. We don't really celebrate that since we, yeah. So, yeah. Um, let's see. I, what do you dislike Christmas is probably, I, I, I want him to, I like in my mind, I just finished that sentence since we're in a loveless marriage. <laughs> I don't know what, yeah. <laughs> 23 21 years later i i i've i've seen hans and his wife together they are very much in love yeah, well, um we, we fooled you yes uh anyway uh christmas is probably my favorite holiday 
Um, is it because you get gifts? It's awesome, isn't it? <laughs> I do. I, I don't actually enjoy buying gifts very much. I'll be honest. No, not did anymore. I say? Did I say give giving yeah. gifts, Cliff? Did I stutter when I said that? Yeah. You get gifts. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do enjoy getting. I do enjoy getting gifts. Um, I I like giving gifts to certain people. Um, I I really Christmas for me. I like, yeah. I like getting them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I love giving gifts to Colby. Um, although he usually just gets an Amazon gift card for me. <laughs> so, but I mean that's just like money. So it's good. Yeah, it's good. Um, I really like uh, Christmas music. I really like Christmas movies. I like Christmas decorations. I love Christmas trees. Um, See, I like so. the Halloween movies. I like the Halloween music. Yeah. You know, so it's yeah, yeah, yeah. I like all those. I like Christmas cookies a lot. So it's just I, I kind of like all the stuff around Christmas. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of even like Christmas Day itself. Is not <laughs> like I think I enjoy the build up to Christmas way more than I enjoy Christmas. Um, last two years, I've gotten off the week of Christmas too, which makes Christmas awesome like last year i think last year i had 12 days off around christmas and that was spectacular so that was that was nice um my least favorite holiday um probably (laughs) patriots day um no yeah also christmas probably thanksgiving um, I like I like the three day weekend, oh, but I what's what's the one that we celebrate on uh, May Day instead? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually a very good point. Um, yeah, I'm not a big Thanksgiving person. Um, I'm a vegetarian, so like most Thanksgiving food is not great. Like you can't eat the turkey, you can't eat the potatoes, can't eat you know anything with gravy on it. Um, well, I mean, like I can eat the potatoes, but like who wants potatoes without gravy? Um, you know that kind of thing, so it's like it's all right, I guess. But mushroom gravy um, is good, but I, yeah. I guess you're gonna have the beef stocks. Never mind. Ugh. Yeah, Anyways. so it's like it ends up being like country gravy, which is fine, but it's not very Thanksgiving. Um, I'm not super into like massive family shenanigans. So I don't know. These days, it's a forty weekend that we eat Indian food over, and that's actually like the best Thanksgivings, honestly. So um, although this year it was a it was a four day weekend that we went and ate at Cape May for, uh, which was that's a nice place to eat. Very very good. It's at Disney World. It was good. Um, so probably probably Thanksgiving. It's not just isn't a big thing for me. So uh, all right, next question. Um, Rich wants to know what do you think is more likely to happen? All games are free, but have in game monetization, or all games end up in a subscription like. Uh, like in, in Game Pass, I think those are the two only two options we have sooner sooner than later. I I think that both can coexist in a <laughs> terrible Ooh. terrible way. Yeah, you know no, what I mean? Let's not talk. No, don't even put that idea in the universe. Holy! But God. I mean, I, I think that, that I mean to me that is kind of what you see is games are 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 going to be in a, in a game pass style subscription or they're going to be a bigger and bigger um, gross subscription or, you know, uh, you know, buy pay to win, you know, pay to whatever. Um, And then I think you'll probably have a really healthy indie scene um, that is neither of those things. Um, and I think Colby's trying to show me his phone and all it is, is just a giant yeah. white screen. Loyalty day is what we celebrate on May oh. 1st. Oh, lovely. Um, 
And I, I think there will also always be giant AAA games that don't have to be either, you know. Um, so maybe maybe things don't change a whole lot. I think there will be more games on Game Pass. I think things like Game Pass and whatever PlayStation's Game Pass are will just continue to get bigger. Um, I think they're actually very, very sustainable. Um, I don't know if they're great. For what I've heard about Game Pass is Game Pass is awesome for developers um like they love being part of game pass and they make a lot of money doing it um and it's like either a great place to launch an indie game because they make a bunch of money doing it or it's a great place to put your game three months after it launched because you can you know make your launch money and then make a little more money later um i don't know if that's sustainable but maybe it's sustainable Mm -hmm. for a while so i don't know we'll see what do you guys think i have no idea what makes more money? <laughs> yeah, I think that's the answer. Sweet, sweet capitalism. Uh, Shadow X, Josh. Uh, we're gonna actually like kind of like break this out uh, as a little aside here. Uh, Shadow X slash Josh. His name is Josh. Josh, great guy. Uh, we've hung out in person. I went golfing with him, uh, which mm. is something that not many people can say. I've golfed with very, very few people. Um. But we hung, up, we hung out in Arizona for an evening one time. Super great guy. And he uh, is getting his PhD in psychology, I believe. Um, and his, like, what do, you, what do you call that? Like your 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 your, your final project. For thesis. Your, yeah, his thesis. There he goes. Um, he's, he's doing a research project on, um, I th- like, uh, essentially harassment in video games. Um, and happens? actually... Yeah, yeah, a little bit, just a small amount of harassment. Um, and he uh, he actually needs fifty people to take a survey that he's created. So, um, probably the easiest way to get at it is I've posted it on our Facebook and our Twitter. Um, probably by the time we do next episode, I'll actually have a like a URL I can give you to go to it. But I did not set that up. I apologize. So by harassment, you mean when they add in non-white characters to games? Uh, no, actually, this is actually sexual sexual harassment, uh, oh. specifically in streaming. So uh, same harassment, just different target audience, really. So, yeah. Um, but uh, he's been working on this for, I don't even know, two years. Uh, it's, it's been a, a long thing for him, and he's, he's real close. So if you uh, have some time, uh, it would be great if you could do it. You just took it, Hans. It takes maybe, what? five minutes. Eight minutes yeah not long yeah. so not a not a big commitment so go to our facebook facebook.com slash bite me podcast or twitter.com slash bite me podcast i posted it this week so it's still going to be at the top uh it's it's a real quick thing so go check that out uh make josh's life a little bit better uh his question is, is do you think gaming research is important uh what type of research should we be looking into what do you what would you guys like to see science look at a little bit more inside gaming stay away from the ai <laughs> these are researchers Hans. they're they're only awful man right right um i would actually like to see a, a lot more research into uh like the pathways between uh, gaming and um the alt-right because yeah, the they, like pipeline it absolutely exists, but I don't yeah. think we're looking. I think the first step to like figuring out how to stop it is figuring out how how it got started. Uh, but it's real weird, like how often you read about people joining these like right wing hate groups, neo Nazis, and white supremacist oh. groups, white supremacist groups that found each other 
through video games or through Discord or through you know gaming YouTube and that kind of stuff. It's Didn't not Steve Bannon fun like Gamergate with Wow. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He did. So yeah. yeah, that's not great. Um, I also just read a really interesting article. Um, so if you've ever been interested in the um, like intersection of uh, video games and violence, something that they tell us all the time um, happens and that research tells us never happens. Um, there's a really good book on it called, um, I think it's Moral Combat is is what the, the book's called. Um, Moral I've read it. Combat! Yeah. Dun, dun, um, dun, dun. Oh, sorry. But the guys who wrote that actually just did a, another study on um, whether uh, essentially video games with like sexy ladies in it um are like change people's perceptions of women in real life like essentially do does you know having you know does does dead or alive lead to like more misogyny in real life um and and interestingly enough they they made the same connection they made with video game violence is that stuff that happens in video games actually doesn't really have much of an effect in the real world which i i think really what the, the moral of the story is is if you're a misogynist playing dead or alive volleyball, um, you're probably also a misogynist in real life. But if you're not, it won't turn you into one, which which makes sense. Um, I, I want them to study how people do character creation. Oh, that'd be super interesting. Because, like, I think that there's something there. Just because I know that I spend way too long doing like character creation and and things like that, and I know there are people who are just like random. <laughs> I'm a blue guy. I'm like, well, I don't want to play as a blue guy. Like, I I do the same thing where like I I am like I'm in and out of character creation in five minutes. Like, I I've you know I will I, spend like an hour plus. Like, uh yeah. And, and like, to me, it's, it's like, there are two groups of people. There are, there are people like you. And then I'm like, they're like, I could change its eye width. And I'm like, why would I ever do that? Well, because sometimes <laughs> the eyes are too far apart. Oh yeah. No. I'm like, this, it's, it's a first person shooter. I'm never going to see this person's eyes. <laughs> You're like character creator, go burr. Oh uh-huh, yeah. Just like, nah. So no, I think that'd actually be a really, really interesting thing to, to look at. I think, I think I would actually like to see more like sociology studies in video games. Like I think there's a lot to, to be gathered from, from there so how about you hans what, what what's the research you want to see besides not ai <laughs> now i you know actually at iu um we have a professor that does a lot of this he actually created a massive multiplayer role-playing game to study the sociology of gamers choices and things like that oh interesting um and so they're going into like you know what you know what what is this player you know player that goes evil versus a player that goes good and their choices they make in the game and what that how that relates back to their human nature yeah um, that's interesting yeah so that I'm, that exists i you know i'm not that smart but it's fun to hear him talk sometimes i i think that that's a really interesting thing is it, like in games that allow you to do e- either like mass effect where you can be paragon or whatever the opposite of paragon is that like almost nobody does like all like i think 90 percent of people play that game just like straight good <laughs> which i think is very interesting um which means that they 
didn't get to kick a news reporter off a ledge, which I think is a, a bummer for everyone. Yeah, I mean, I uh, think there's, there's only one game that I can think of in my entire gaming history that I went back and played through the game as the evil side, right? Um, and that's Knights of the Old Republic, but, you know. It's, oh, interesting. That's um, like, yeah. Mine is also a Star Wars game, but I don't remember which one it is. Um, you know, Cole, you played it too. The the one where you could be a good Jedi or a bad Jedi. Um, no, I don't know. <sighs> yeah, you do. It's the one where you like your Darth Vader's like. Apprentice. Oh, um. Yeah, yeah that one. There were two of them, as I recall. Jedi Maybe. Knight. Could no. be Jedi Knight. No. Force Unleashed. Force Unleashed. Force there Unleashed. you go. Yeah. And I played it both as a good guy and a bad guy. And I I like never I played as a bad guy a little bit in Fable, but like being a bad guy in Fable is actually kind of hard. Um so all right, Princess Megan wants to know what is your favorite pasta shape and why? Hers is rigatoni. Did we do this question last no, week? No, last week was what is your favorite pasta sauce combination? Sauce oh. combination. Yeah. Yeah. So this is what is your favorite pasta shape? I don't I mean, I don't know why we're so pasta centric, but that's fine. Uh, anyway, she likes rigatoni because it holds more sauce and cheese. Do you have a favorite do you have a favorite noodle call? No. Uh, oh. Shape? No, I do not. Interesting. The big shells, because that's what holds the cheese and the Ooh. sauce. Big shells are shells. good. Like a good stuffed shell is, yes, is really good. Yep. I want the, you know, eight inch big stuff. Yeah. Rigged stuff. Ricotta. I haven't had a good stuffed shell in a while. That sounds good. It's a um, New Jersey thing, really. Or East Coast. Really? Yeah. Huh, I did not know that. Uh, I, interestingly enough, I think my same my answer is the same. I really like cavatappi noodles. I just think they're fun and springy, and they hold sauce good, and they're delicious. So, you know. Uh, Trouble88 Trouble uh, wants to know what you think about ketchup. Like, are you pro or anti-ketchup? It's okay. It's good mm -hmm. on stuff. Ketchup and french fries is great. Yeah, but fries are awesome ketchup. ketchup. Fry sauce, uh, ranch is better on. I love ranch on fries. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't put ketchup on a burger. Like, it's mayo. I don't. Yeah, I don't use ketchup that much unless it's going on fries. Huh? Really? My yeah. kid eats everything with ketchup. Oh yeah, I mean, I think that's yeah. the reason he asked that question is because he just like my, yeah. Carter. The only thing he eats on a burger is ketchup. Yeah. Um, although he's no. he's he's developed a, a taste for ranch lately, or not ranch, uh, barbecue sauce lately. I mean, so I, he's not wrong there. <laughs> Brooke says it's just sugary ketchup. She's not wrong. Yeah. Uh, so so t t so back to you though, Hans. What do you put on a burger? Just like condiment wise, mayo, yeah. mustard, but not ketchup generally. Interesting. Not on my hot dog either, right? Mustard only on hot dogs. Huh. I put barbecue sauce on both but, of them. I mean, that's fine too. You go either barbecue way sauce there. and hot dogs. Yeah, you do barbecue sauce, cheese, grilled onions. Mm -hmm. Get a like, yeah, huh. it turns into like a chili dog almost. I never would have thought to put barbecue sauce on a on a hot dog. That's interesting, huh? I, uh, so, so Seattle, um, like I think everywhere. Well, maybe not everywhere, but a lot of places have like a regional hot dog. Um, I don't know. Does Utah have a regional hot dog? Utah called? hot dog. Utah has fry sauce, though, right? That fry sauce yeah. is not. That, you know, that's, yeah, that, it was invented in Utah. Yeah. Um, but a Seattle dog is um, cream cheese and uh, grilled onions. And so, like, I don't eat hot dogs now that don't have cream cheese on them. It's, it's, it's delightful. Absolutely delightful. So. Do you remember when Mitt Romney said that his favorite meat was hot dog? <laughs> 
God. I do not, but also <laughs> I'm not shocked. <laughs> so best hot dog ever. We have them here. You put peanut butter, jalapenos, and bacon on it. It's delicious. Damn. That sounds real good. Yeah. That sounds real good. That, that's rough for you, Cliff. I realize. Yeah, I can't eat most of those things, but that yeah. sounds real good. I uh, I had my first uh, Chicago dog over the yep. weekend. I, I never great. had one of those before. Um, they just opened a Portillo's here. Portillo's, yes. Yeah. Is that how you say it? I, I was yeah. trying to be all like Portillo's. I don't. I don't know what accent I was giving that, but apparently the wrong one. It's we have um, a bunch because of Chicago. Yeah, and uh, they have a they have a garden dog, and they it's a it's served as a Chicago dog, and that is like all the things on a Chicago dog sound terrible separately. Yeah, um, amazing, but man, you put them together, and that is just mm, phenomenal. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, did you find out what a Utah hot dog is they, called? They, I don't appear to have any sort of Utah hot dog. Is oh, there well. is there a traditional uh, Indiana hot dog? It's usually got coleslaw on it. Really? Yeah, coleslaw huh. and like sliced onions. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, I decent. need that. Yeah, yeah, ours probably has like green Jello on it or something. <laughs> <laughs> Mitt Romney must really like hot dogs because if you search for Utah hot dog, like the fourth uh-huh. re- result is him <laughs> saying, "I don't believe that eating hot dogs could possibly be bad for you." <laughs> Um, although I will say on the flip side, like wait, what the, just wait, sorry, Idaho hot dog, Idaho, <laughs> uh, Idaho hot dog consists of a skinless hot dog that is baked inside a hollowed out potato. Okay. The concoction is then split open and topped with chives, bacon bits, and sour cream. This hot dog variety is also known as a Utah, uh, Idaho super, super tuber. And only the famous Idaho potatoes should be used when preparing the unusual yet tasty snack. Dude, we should just bomb Idaho. How do you skin a hot dog? <laughs> I don't know. Like, they just said that, like, oh, yeah, you know, you get those skinless hot dogs. I wouldn't do it. Ew. Um, you ew. Basically, you just made a baked potato and put hot dog in it. Yes, like, that's what it's time. Yeah, which is fine. I'm good. I'm no, good it's that. not fine. It's, no, that's great. That's good. Fine. It's no, good no, fine. no. I put my foot down that a <laughs> topping on a baked potato should not be hot dog. I mean, <laughs> like you can't go to Wendy's and they're like, uh, you want broccoli, uh, sour cream. You're like, uh, can you just put some hot dog on that? No, you go to Wendy's, you get their amazing baked potato, and then you put their amazing chili on the baked potato, and you win. Man, well, that's I... fine, but it's not a hot dog. No, that's true. You don't but go next door the... to the Wiener Schnitzel, and <laughs> oh, which there is a, a a Wendy's right next to a Wiener Schnitzel near my house. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go in there and like, can I get a skinless hot dog? <laughs> Hey, they're you, like, sir, that's not a thing. Right. I'm they're like, like, could you why? peel it for me? <laughs> I'm like, I well, I got to go across the street to Wendy's and put it on a uh, big potato, a, a big, big potato, <sighs> and then they kick me out of the store. I, that sounds like you know when we were talking about earlier before the show started, what, would, yeah. what you would yeah. order then. I, I, I think the thing is, is I really just expect an Idaho hot dog to be like White a hot dog and somehow. mayonnaise, <laughs> like. And like oh, oh, the are... whitest things you could choose, yeah, right? Mayo with no spice a, at all. It's, it's a like... hot dog that believes in states' rights or something. <laughs> I... Boy. Okay, anyway. should... that that feelings on ketchup really took a turn. It took a real turn. <laughs> took a real turn. Uh, turn. And the next question is from <laughs> Turn Down for what? 
Uh, he wants to know uh, what what do you miss most about video games before like they all went online? Like, what's your what's uh, what do you miss about old school video games that that you couldn't play online? I remember when a game was broken and this was always broken. I was literally going to say that. That's exactly <laughs> it. Now you know. Yeah, that's exactly right. I. I don't miss much. I'll tell you that. Um, you know, one thing I do miss though is land parties, and it's not that you can't have a land party now, but like, why would you? <laughs> you know, I mean, hey, uh, our gaming club still gets two and three hundred people at our yeah. land wars every two. We do one every semester. Land uh, land parties are so much fun. Just like having a bunch of people over at your house to like play video Sweat. games until the wee hours. Um, yeah, yeah, it's right? it does get stinky. Um, does get stinky. But no, yeah. but that, I mean, that's really Colby, I think, hit it on the head. And I was trying to come up with a negative, but that really is such a positive. I There were a many games back in the past that I can remember where I'd just be like, oh, no, this is clearly broken. And I'm, now I'm done. Yeah, and you get I, on a BBS somewhere and they'd be like, oh, yeah, that game is broken. I, oh. I would say uh, another thing that it's not something I miss, but it's actually kind of the opposite is I dislike the trend in video games where the video game assumes you will have a online wiki you can use to like find out the answers to everything. Like, I mean, I guess maybe Minecraft assumes that you're just going to like, I don't know, try everything until you find out the right combination of bullshit to make an ax. But really like they're assuming that someone else, because it's never them is going to like do that work and put it in a wiki and i'm not not yeah. a big fan it's of that. so much better when we just had to have like a 300 page manual that we had to draw in on graph paper cliff oh you know you're right hint books were kind of fun but i, I didn't get that right like that's I a miss lot of manuals work though that people have really done. do like tarkov right they didn't have any maps they don't have tell you where any of the missions are without a wiki i wouldn't you know so yeah. that, that feels like an un you know it is an unfinished game i i don't know i get I, there. I, I I miss the like. Nah, I'm not gonna say this. Colby will just make fun of me. Um, <laughs> oh, that's uh, a Patreon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. Um, I, uh, you know what I don't miss though is Jesus. man. I miss when I had to do like I quizzes to make sure that I had the right DRM. <laughs> oh yeah, right? the, the wheels. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So open and if the you Hitchhiker's lost Guide that, the, Galaxy the game just didn't work. It was amazing. Oh, you guys, I really, I'm trying to come up with a huge negative, but honestly, I mean, there's a lot of negatives after they went online, but yeah, we, we're not missing much. I don't no. think. I mean, I think the thing is, is like there is Remember so when many... you had to sit like eight feet from your TV because you were on a you know controller that had <laughs> an eight foot cable. Yeah. 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 I don't, like I said, I don't miss much about the good old days. Um, you and four friends just squished on a couch. <laughs> I mean, I miss the good old days, but not the online part. No. Online part. No. Yeah. Do, do you remember trying to play video games over oh. a modem? Like, like yes. direct connect to someone else. And then like yes. it, would fa it would fail. So you'd have to call them and then hang up and try again. <laughs> You know, the only thing I don't miss about, you know, like games not being online is like, I don't know, back playing Mario Kart. No one ever called me a slur. Uh -huh, so, yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Final question. Monotone Screaming wants to know is how do you think virtual reality games could improve? What would make a virtual reality game better? Make me less sweaty. <sighs> that's, I mean, that's it, right? We need to get rid of the headsets and go to the Matrix style 
Jack into my cerebral cortex. Um, I I distinctly remember it was it wasn't the first time I played VR. It was actually the second time I played VR, and I played like a fifteen minute demo of a bunch of things. And I remember taking that off and I was at a convention center and like looking over at myself because I think there was like a TV where you could see myself. I'm just like bright red. I've got like the goggle in front of my face. I'm just sweating everywhere. And I like hand it back and I'm like, sorry, sorry. <laughs> and guess why I will never play a VR game at a convention. A convention. Yeah, no, I, I've only done it those two times. I will not do it again. <laughs> Um, but I mean, yeah, no, a, it, this is such a broad question. Like, there's so many ways they will improve as we move forward. Yeah, I uh, better hand tracking, better feedback. Hand tracking is important. I think they the, the probably the biggest thing they could. And I don't I don't know how you figure it out, but figuring out how to let people walk in yes. VR without without throwing the, up the teleporting. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. The the, the like zoop. Zoop is yep. is just so weird. Well, and it breaks um, the immersion too, right? It totally you got this breaks the immersion. massive immersion, and then you break it. But Obviously, also, you two have never played Trover Saves the Universe. I have solved that problem. How did it do it? I don't remember, but it did. Okay, <laughs> it it, <laughs> Good story, it was basically Paul. part of the gameplay that yeah, you, you had to teleport to a different place, and that you know, it's totally not because it's in VR. It's just that how this is how this world works. Oh well, okay. See, so that's smart. Um, to me, like just not being able to walk in VR makes like, there's a ton of games I would love to play in VR, but I also, there's a ton of games I don't like, you know, what really breaks the immersion is me having to rip off my headset as I puke into a garbage can. (laughs) So (laughs) like, you know, that, that to me would be a big one. And I, and I, and I don't don't want it to be solved with like a giant omnidirectional, like, you know thing i have to stand on that you know like that's not that's not what i want either because uh, i'll be honest like the, the like this says more about me than it probably should but like i don't really want to stand up and play vr to be honest <laughs> no it's, um, it's it's all just we we have to tie in to the you know it, it, the the yeah it needs to be matrix style where you yeah yeah these a big plug that goes in my back is that what you're yep. saying yep that doesn't sound great but i guess the nice thing is is like you don't have to charge your headset because it just charges off of yep. you yeah so and you that's... taste like chicken everything tastes like chicken yeah ew um <laughs> <laughs> cheap free oh. games <laughs> do you have any do you have any thoughts about vr before we go to cheap free games call no yeah i don't think so make me less Are... sweaty yeah, make them less. Are we making the games less sweaty? Or no, me less sweaty. <laughs> sweaty. So like, it's some sort of like spray. I'm I'm fine with VR as it is now. I like every time I play it, I'm like, this is cool, but I'm yeah. sweaty. I you you know, and actually, one other thing I wish they they could do is I wish um it was easier to play VR with glasses on um because I don't wear contacts very very often um and it yeah. doesn't work great with glasses honestly. I mean, I've got like a massive head, so it's actually worse. Um, all right, cheap free games. Uh, Epic Games this week is giving away only two, but I wanted to mention two others that uh, are actually free on Epic as well. Uh, one is Gen Force One Mutagen. It is a open ended fantasy RPG. It's really old, as I as I recall. Mm-hmm. Like it looked like it was like a, a very old game, but may- maybe it'll be fun. 
Um, the other is Iratus Lord of the Dead. It is a turn-based tactical roguelike RPG set in a dark fantasy universe. Lead an army of undead to help an angry necromancer in his quest to reach the surface world and bring death to the mortal realms. And actually, wow. like, I think I can get behind that. I wish, I wish someone would do that. Uh, the other two things uh, free on Epic now is uh, the Cycle Frontier that Hans was talking about earlier. That game is free to play. Um, is it on Steam too, Hans? Do you know? Yes, I play okay. it on Steam, yeah. Yeah, so grab it on Steam, grab it on Epic. It's free there. Um, and then Fall Guys actually went free to play. Uh, the Epic folks actually purchased that developer um, and made Fall Guys free to play. It hit, I think they said they've given, like they're, they hit 20 million players. Um, yeah. Like It went free to play and they just crashed all their servers. So, so it's free to play on the Switch too. Uh, my kids just downloaded it. Oh, really? Yeah, that's cool. Which probably, like, you know, actually, no, that's true because it's, it's. I'm sure it's free to play on the Xbox and free to play on the PlayStation as well, too. So, uh, check that out. I actually purchased two copies of that on Steam. So, yeah. hopefully, I get something. That's what I want. Something. Uh, Game Pass this uh, month is like I don't want to say it's like a little light, but like there just hasn't been like normally Game Pass does these kind of like release things where they like like here's what's coming to game pass and here's a i think now they just do kind of like shadow releases yeah it's real sure. weird um but that's fine whatever um fifa 22 uh, is out on console and pc i believe out i thought they it's couldn't not... call it fifa anymore no, that'll be fifa 23 i got gotcha. so um I, I you know i have them out today but i think they were actually out a couple days ago um naruka blade point is out on cloud console and pc as a couple of days ago um looking to the future far cry 5 will be out july 1st on console and pc uh the last bbs is coming out july 5th on pc that seems like a game that that sounds interesting that sounds kind of like it's got the uh the hypnospace outlaws kind of kind of vibe to it um match point team tennis is out july 7th on console that's a day one release people match point team tennis championships i guess uh escape academy is out july 14th on console and pc that game looks really fun i'm excited to try that um as dusk falls is out july 19th on console cloud and pc and immortality is out july 26th on console and pc so like i don't know if that's like a a kind of a light month because that's only like what six games out this month I, i'm guessing there's going to be more announced like midway through july if i had to guess um xbox gold Colby, you should go grab Beasts of Maravilla Island. It's a uh, Pokemon Snap kind of game that looks really fun, actually. Um, Relicta is out uh, the 16th to August 15th. I don't know anything about that. Uh, Thrillville. What? I think I have that. Well, congratulations. Uh, Thrillville Off the Rails is out uh, July 1st to the 15th. That's like a roller coaster tycoon kind of game. And then Torchlight is available July 16th through the 31st. As I recall, that game is terrible on consoles. So No, that's Torchlight 2. Oh, okay. I, I didn't remember if it had yeah, the Torchlight 1 actually works pretty well. It's pretty good, yeah. Uh, Torchlight's a great game, too. A lot of fun. Uh, PlayStation Plus, I think these are just rumored at this point in time. Um, it's going to be Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. Um, the Man of Madon, which is part of that um, like horror anthology. And then... Arca... Arcade Dageddon. 
Arcade again. Arcade again. Arcade again. <laughs> okay. uh, those are rumored, I believe, to be the PlayStation Plus games for this month. So we'll we'll confirm those next week. Um, I think that's everything, guys. Um, I don't know how we've done like two 45-minute episodes, and then this one's almost two hours. I, Sorry about that. No, I, I don't think it's a bad thing, Hans. Um, I mean, it is 9.30, and I'm tired. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Besides that, we are good. So... Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, we are Bite Me Podcast. You can find out more about us at bitemepodcast.com. You can follow us on social media at facebook.com, uh, twitter.com, and instagram.com slash bite me podcast. You can join our Discord at bitemepodcast.com slash Discord. You can join or donate to our Extra Life team at uh, bitemepodcast.com slash Extra Life. Um, we're going to have some fun on. We need to start doing some planning, man. It's uh, Certainly. It's like a real year um it let's is. see you can uh be one of our patrons uh at patreon.com slash bite me podcast i think that's it uh hans as foe dylan would you like to do the honors bite me don't forget those uh patreon handies everyone 